Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, listeners of the Mad Scientist podcast. This is the first roundtable episode that we will be doing. So the idea is to do two roundtables a month and then two full episodes. And I am here joined with Marie Mayhew, a fellow ARC oh, member, and no? <laughs> no. <laughs> She's shaking her head. No, no, I'm not with, I'm not with, she wants no, no, to use, I'm, I'm still with you. She wants to use a pseudonym. Okay. It became all real. It became all official. Oh, God. And I got, I got inside my own head. Keep going. Oh, God. Okay. So the idea here with these episodes is that they will be less formal, obviously, and much more uh, funny, hopefully than the uh, weekly episodes, which I try to make funny anyways, but I don't know. Sometimes the jokes, I'm sure, fall flat. Anyways. It's going to be refreshing because I have absolutely no science background whatsoever. I'm probably making up a lot. It's going to be super refreshing. Alternative facts. So this alternative facts. So this is all alternative facts all the time. This is the, um, I guess we're going to call this what the mad. So I was thinking the mad science roundtable. But yeah, that's a good, I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to think of a good title. Anyway, I'm working on it. All right, we're working on it. Welcome to the Mad Scientist Roundtable, featuring Christopher Cogswell and Marie Fists of Iron Mayhew. All right, so, yeah, this week, what happened in science this week? I'll tell you what didn't happen in science this week. <laughs> what didn't happen? <laughs> it's, it's future. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much, pretty much everything didn't happen in science this week. Yeah. So what, we, how, like, how, how as, as somebody who is a scientist and actually has skin in the game, like, are you just like, you know, I think um, Canada. So it's, it's Zimbabwe. Really, I don't know. It's really funny, actually. Um, the Canadian, like, the Canadian, like, Basically, like their Department of the Treasury head came out and said that this, um, this like attack on immigrants and immigration in the United States is going to be really good for Canada's economy. Oh my God. Yeah. Which it totally will. So, like, the thing is, I don't think people realize. I mean, just let's like, let's take my field for example. I, I would <laughs> argue that it's something like, so I'm a chemical engineer for those listening that haven't listened to the show before. Um, in my field, like in engineering, I'd say 60 to 70% of people who get their PhD or master's degrees are foreign nationals. Um, and like most of them end up trying. Oh, we've got to keep them out. We've, we've <laughs> got to keep them out. Yeah, no, they're, they're clearly, yeah. they're clearly not people we want. Like that's the stupid oh. thing. Like they come here, we pay them to come here to study, right? Like they're phenomenal students. They're absolutely like. These are the kind of people we should be putting. Best and brightest. Exactly. Oh. These are the people we should be keeping, but instead we make it really hard for them to stay, and then we come up with like, you know, dipshit things like this stupid immigration ban or whatever. Um, you know, it's terrible. I mean, it's it was funny. One of the best 
um, one of the best professors at Northeastern is uh, is from Iran. He's phenomenal, and his family part. You know, some of his family's still there. He still goes home to visit and stuff. He can't go home and visit anymore. You know, he can't bring his like he can't bring his uh, his sisters or brothers or them to come visit his family in the United States. This man, this man, like invented the kidney dialysis machine practically. Like he he's well, like responsible for a huge chunk and he's of- on a no fly list. Now. Yeah, That's, no, yeah. and like and like now you know they're just they're just throwing crap on him. It's terrible. Anyways, yeah, no, it's bad, man. I mean, yeah, no, it's 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 bad. It's bad. But do you, so here's my, here's my question. Cause here's what I keep thinking. Cause I hear Bill Maher and he's writing, he's like, you're all, he's just signing, like he's just signing these documents. They're like uh signed Twitters, right? Signed tweets <laughs> that he does. But China just, is bad and dumb. <laughs> Hashtag take that. Yeah. Putin's good. We can work with him. Wouldn't it be nice if we had better relations? Yeah, all this shit. And it's like, I don't know one, none of it's, none of it's, actionable none of it's got a plan behind it i mean are they just letting him just sort of sign whatever crap they want to let him sign i mean how much of this is actually going to because he signed he signed a lot that was more than that was more than any president within the first yeah like especially the first week (laughs) it's been it's been like it's been like nine days and he's you know flipped the proverbial table over right like um yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, he's doing something. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Well, I had some guy. I had some guy on Twitter that um, I had some guy on Twitter that like responded to something I said on some CNN tweet or something. You know, I'm like, I'm like pissing in the wind, right? I'm like, CNN, listen to me. But he um, he like, oh, he responded back with like, you know, well, Trump's getting shit done. It's like, well, that's like, it's like, like who cares what he's getting? You know what I mean? It's like. Is that um, that's not a cold comfort, is it? Like, I guess, uh, guess you can say that. Yes, he. But, but the question is, like, is he? Like, he's just he's s- just stirring up a huge shit pot. I agree with that. Yeah. But is any of this coming out of? You know, is it just creating more? Cre- clearly, I think it's cre- creating more instability than any kind of anything else. Like, mm-hmm. I can't even. It, it, the other thing is, like, how is he going to keep this up? He can't keep this up. I mean, look at Kellyanne Conway. She's like, seriously, like she's got this twitch, like right oh, above her God. eyebrow now when she has, and she's just like on this automatic loop. Like I saw her on um, NPR News or something last night, and she was just like, she just, you know, was just saying the exact same talking points faster. Yeah. Well, she, <laughs> so, there, there she was... can't go down or else I don't, she's going to break. She's like, this no. automaton that's just going to break at some point. I saw, I saw there was an Onion article that was titled, um, and a picture of Kellyanne Conway just like smiling at the camera, and it said, "You would do the same thing if the witch had your father in a tiny jar." <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, you know what? It makes that might be the only explanation we can come up with. I wonder, like, ah, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, the thing is, I think people, the thing with the thing with science and like the stuff that he's doing with science is that I don't think people realize how how intertwined the two things are like people assume industry like you know like companies like exxon and whatever will pay for science to happen but it, that's only like 10 percent of their funding government like government pays for something like i'd say 60 to 70 percent of government re- of, of research of like scientific research um oh, through like the epa or the doe or the dod and like yeah he just just like froze <laughs> he like froze the EPA. Yeah, he's like, oh, who cares? Who cares? Who cares about all this? You know, 
who cares that the EPA is funding research into, like, you know, nuclear energy as well and coal what? and all the crap that he's supposedly for, you know, like. Oh. Uh, and it's like infrastructure. I think you're going to need some scientists. You're going to need some people that actually have some sort of a background on how to support your infrastructure. That's the other interesting your water, thing. That's the other your, interesting thing, too. All I, stuff. I think, like, a huge part of uh, civil engineering is, like, like so like they do like you know concrete research and like trying to figure out how to make a bridge that'll like last a long time and water and whatever and you know um i think and it won't of, crush people right yes if it if it does collapse it won't crush people maybe i think like i, I i'm Don't pretty i'm Don't pretty certain like i should i'm gonna google this right now i think a big part of their funding as well comes from the epa i don't know i mean yeah it's got to it's yeah. all like infrastructure. It's all like I, I can imagine, like you know, the, the water again, like all of this stuff. It's not you need people that actually have a fucking clue, right? right. I mean, <laughs> if you cut that, if you cut it down, then you're only having to spread less out to more. There's just no way any of that's going to make sense. And it's not like it was a well-funded, you know, highly like yeah, any of that before, right? So let's make it with less because that's also yeah. That's it's it's going to be interesting. I mean, I think I the biggest I think the biggest question is what happens now with green energy, right? Like, so we're we're just <laughs> yeah, yeah we're just kind of like kicking coal? yeah clean coal. So the problem, <laughs> like, so the thing with clean coal, right? That's a thing. Do you so the thing with clean coal, right? <laughs> is is um. What, not they, a real thing. what what industry means by clean coal is coal that doesn't burn or coal that doesn't release sulfur or nitrogen compounds, not coal that doesn't like release soot and CO two <laughs> and like it it's still, like, like ice cubes. Yeah, and, and like the thing the thing about clean coal too is that it like just to get sulfur and nitrogen compounds out of carbon out of like the carbon coal takes a a huge amount of energy. So it's like okay, like we're you know we're burning. We're burning coal. Say we get like a hundred joules of energy out or whatever of some piece of coal. Right now, let's say like maybe ten to twenty joules of that comes back. So like twenty percent of the energy released comes back as like, oh, we need to recycle. You know, we need to heat up the fuel or whatever. Just whatever. Boring engineering stuff. With clean Wait, coal, yeah, it's got to go through some sort of a yeah. It doesn't, like, right, like, it doesn't, it doesn't just like, you put it in a magic box and it just burns and you're like so energy. Yeah. So like um. Yeah, like with clean coal, that that bumps up to like it can bump up as high as like fifty percent. So it's like, all right, you know, it's and and we're gonna can run out. Like we're gonna coal doesn't come back. Coal doesn't come back. No, no. Have no. you ever? Have yeah. you, actually, actually, this was a topic I wanted to do an episode on, but I didn't like. I never got around to doing it. I, maybe I'll do a future one, like a full one. But have you ever heard the idea that oil reserves actually fill back up? Oh hell no! So yeah, so there's like there's like like a like I think like three or like four fracking or like no no no, no. Like it's like when they you know when they squeeze it out yeah right? no so like this is this is like science <laughs> science it's when they squeeze it out it's it's kind of the same idea though like so the idea is that coal or not coal oil doesn't actually come from like like dinosaur bones. It actually is. It actually like comes from some hell. geological process. De- yeah, hell. <laughs> the, hell. De- the devil is you know pumping it back I said up. Hell. To us. 
Yes. Oh, you elves. said elves. Oh. Okay. Well, so. some magical place, whatever. You know, um, because the elves, the elves are union, <laughs> so it's, you can only. Get- <laughs> They gotta wait. Elves get Saturdays off. Saturdays you and go, Sundays. Yeah, man. You go into meal penalty with elves and oh, they're up shit. Oh, God. Free. But hell. <laughs> hell no, elves, elves free labor, damn. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, no, they like, so they, these like, I think, I seriously do think it's like two or three geologists out of like the, you know, whatever, hundreds of, I don't know how many geologists there are, but like, you know, these guys A think, lot. they think that, um, they think that like petrol and oil um, comes back because some of the oil fields that they've drilled, they come back later with like better technology and they're able to get, you know, a little bit more out. So these guys think that if you just let it, if you just let it settle for long enough, the oil will come back. Hmm. I, I remember I read that idea, I think in the book, I feel like I read it in clean coal, oh, not clean coal, what the hell was that called? That book. Dirty gold or something like some something it was some book about coal. I, yeah, I have it. I have it someplace. Uh, I have the same theory about my wine. If I drink all of it, it and then I just sort of stumble off somewhere, and I come back, there's going to be some residual. It always seems to refill. Like, what? There's still some left. It always seems it's sort to of backwash, but it's still you know. <laughs> oh God. So, oh no. I, but I mean, that's the, I think the, the thing that worries me is that's the kind of logic and that's the kind of that's the kind of uh, rigor that's going to be applied to the next four years. Yeah. For any. Well, I and again, like I'm I'm being generous with the four years. I don't <laughs> I can't imagine like after the first nine days, I can't imagine I can't imagine us being able to be like functioning a functioning society of barely being civil to one another yeah. and having, you know. And, and being able to get to work in the morning after uh, like two or three weeks of this. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, so, so, um, I don't know, man. I don't know what's going to happen. It's, it's, it is bad though. It's like legitimately bad. Like we're joking, but like, it's <laughs> like things are actually bad right now, especially for science and scientists. I mean, there are, there are graduate students like, so, um, when those students that are here, when they like have, they have to go home and read like renew their visas every couple of years. Mm-hmm. So like if your PhD is like, you know, five years and you did a four year undergrad in the United States, you had to go, you have to go back to like certain countries. It's like every two years, every three years. So you have to go back mm-hmm. at least once during your PhD. And usually that process takes like a long ass time anyway. So we had a, we had a friend who had to go home to India and like he was due back after Christmas, like after the Christmas break. And he just like, didn't come back for like two months. And he like, and so like, you know, like people checked on him, whatever. And he was just, it just like the visa got held up for some reason in India. So he couldn't go back to the U S and so his like, yeah. So his degree got extended three months or something, you know, past like, you know, I mean, who knows what aggregate effect it actually had, whatever. But like now, I mean, it just gets worse now because you have students who are, I mean, you know, what, what happens if you have to renew your visa in these 90 days? What if he extends it past 90 days? You're screwed. Well, and the thing that is so amazing to me is the short-sightedness. It's like, who will this, to your point, like, who is this ultimately going to hurt? Yeah. We're going to lose all of this intelligence, all of this innovation, all of this whatever, because we're idiots. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. I, I, I don't know, man. I, mean, I have no other way of putting it. It'll it's be... like, that's, 
Yeah. It's going to be an interesting. It's going to be an interesting. Uh, going to be an interesting couple of couple of months at least. I just I I gotta be saying I don't know it's I don't know who it's good for I can't even say it's good for Republicans I mean shit you look at Mitch McConnell Mitch McConnell and he just looks like he's just like oh, I'm what you know I thought I thought this was I thought this was gonna be a better idea than it was and I thought we this know? was gonna be good we for know? us we uh, know I mean how much is the wall again Paul Ryan that one the the, the press conference of him Paul Ryan and God. him and he was like we're uh, and he was like it's like five and then par how many billion Paul yeah, Ryan's just like 12 <laughs> you could just see like the blood drain out of Mitch McConnell's already lifeless corpse face say, he's, he's like yeah he looks like a he looks like a muppet made out of skin it's terrible exactly welcome, terrifying. welcome yes now you're with the rest of us <laughs> oh yeah I know it's it is it's pretty gallows humor all right so then we should talk about let's talk about some what's upbeat with some good stuff yeah let's talk about some good stuff so some good stuff so metallic hydrogen this week dude i studied nothing about this i don't I worry got about nothing it. Don't, don't worry about it who cares this is, this, is the, this is the very first one it can only go up from here it can only go up from here <laughs> yeah you texted me about the metallic and i'm like no i was all about the joni mitchell disease i was all excited about that and that's all i looking to <laughs> i know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's well that's for like okay all right, the Joni, for those that don't know or can't That's put it like together. Enter the, the Sandman is done, and it's like several octaves higher. Metallica, <laughs> <laughs> should... Sorry, that's all I got. Okay. <laughs> what? Metallica, Enter the Sandman, Metallica. I'm, I, that's all I got. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right, keep going with the Joni Mitchell disease. Okay, all right, all right. The Joni Mitchell disease is uh, Morgellons, for anyone that doesn't know. <laughs> The topic of an upcoming episode. Yes. Basically, people think that um, like nylon fibers grow out of their skin. <laughs> is the basic gist could of it? Nylon. Could be nylon. They, they don't know what the fiber is. Is what it mm. right? I mean, they were, well. I mean, they're looking at under microscopes and all this other stuff or spectrometers. They did some sort of spectral reading on well, it. I they think, I think that's the thing. Is that's that. Hot. Every time, every time they have done it, it's been like, it's been like synthetic. It's been like, mm-hmm. not maybe not nylon, but it's always been some polymer that doesn't form in nature. So it's so it's like bum, impossible. Bum. Yeah. So I don't know. Anyways, interesting. Something interesting for an upcoming episode. Um, the metal the metallic hydrogen thing was a paper in Science was recently published, where um these guys at Harvard said they claimed that they basically made hydrogen that could conduct electricity. So hydrogen right now can't conduct electricity, even though, so it's in like, if you look at the periodic table, it's on the left-hand side, and that first column is all metals, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So it's things like, you know, um, like lithium and, and, you know, um, things that really can conduct electricity quite well, and they have other properties of metals, but hydrogen doesn't show any of those, even though it's in the first, um, even though it's in the first period of the table. And so scientists for like, I think the first time someone suggested that this was possible was like 1925, 1935, somewhere around there. And so the basic idea is if you could get hydrogen to exist in a semi or a metallic state, then potentially you could make all kinds of interesting things. You know, maybe it'll show interesting properties because it has, um, it has all these, uh, you know, hydrogen only has one electron. Right, mm-hmm. it's got one. I do. Well, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm with I you know. on that. I know you are. I know you are. 
It's got one proton and one electron. So maybe that this pairing will show very interesting properties. But anyways, the way that they did it um, was literally they crushed an atom of hydrogen like under super high pressure in a lab. So they take these like they take these diamond presses and just squeeze and squeeze and squeeze and squeeze. And so hydrogen will go from a gas to a liquid to a solid. And then potentially with enough pressure, it'll become it should show some kind of uh, some kind of electrical properties. But I think so. I haven't read the paper yet. And even if I did, who knows if I'll actually be able to understand it. But I have been reading all about the controversy surrounding it. And well, besides, these guys legit. Like, I mean, yeah, all just, these, so all these it other seems guys. Like it could be a pretty big deal. All these other guys working in their field, they're like, nah, it's bullshit. They're they're like, you haven't proven anything yet. Because like, because people have claimed to have made this before too. This is not the first time, right. right? This is like, I think this is like the second or third time someone has claimed some lab has claimed to have made metallic hydrogen. And the issue is that when you're like operating at these really high pressures, it's really hard to measure things, right? Like we're operating at pressures that like right. don't even exist at the center of the earth practically. So to get like an accurate reading is really difficult, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're saying in these, in these papers. And so they're now claiming, you know, we'll, we'll wait and see if anyone can actually replicate this thing. But yeah, this is not the first time that some universities come out and been like metallic hydrogen and then like a month later people are like nah it's not it's not metallic well so like it's how i also assume it would take more than two people to come up with something like this i mean it just is or is that normally like (laughs) i don't i don't think like i don't think this is like well so okay yeah so first so first off so go ahead go ahead no 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 that's all i had like again like (laughs) I got nothing on the actual science behind this, but I just keep thinking about like, that seems like a lot. That seems like that's if it's, if it's hasn't, if there hasn't been a way to even feasibly think about it or talk about it in a certain extent. And it's been, you know, not exactly fraud before, but it sounds like it might've been semi semi fraud before then how and you've got two people doing it it just seems like it could be i don't know so so so, hokum bupkis you know i i don't know what the what the technical term is but um so the science right science seems like it could be snake oil the interesting thing so like okay that's actually a really interesting comment like people always I think when people think of these, like, like Einstein, right, there's mm-hmm. this story that when he came up with the, um, I think it was the theory of general relativity, he, like, was staring at a lake or something and saw the light shine through the lake, and he was like, oh, I wonder if the, <laughs> right, like, the lake, so yeah. Marie is sitting in front of a mural, a beautiful mural, that it's I guess came mural. with their apartment. Totally came with the house. It came with the house, and it's, it's like, really pretty nice but it's got a giant like a, lake on it it's got a plein air it's a plein air landscape <laughs> that's at least eight feet long in my kitchen it's in your kitchen too oh, it's, that's it's, nice. it's, it's in the most used room in the house right in the room and, guess, in the room where yeah. the walls are most likely to get like spaghetti and, <laughs> like oh, yeah. and stuff oh, on yeah. it. which would be great and i just feel like uh yeah again let me see he's just sitting right here he's right over here there's <laughs> on there. so uh 
Like, I think people have this, I guess, I guess I get, like, people have this view of, like, a scientist thinking of something and being like, it's just one guy coming up with it, right? But there were, like, like, Einstein had graduate students in his lab. He had other people in his lab working, I don't know, actually, I don't know if they were graduate students, but he had other people working with him on those theories. Like, there are other people on that paper with Einstein. There's two other guys on that paper that nobody, like, talks about. Even though, even though historically it seems like one of them actually thought of the idea, <laughs> so it's a little, you know, and it's the same way like with, um, like with DNA too, right? There's a, um, oh, what is her name? I should look that up. There's a, there's a female scientist who is like completely forgotten about in the discovery of DNA, but she is like Rosalind Franklin. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I have no idea who she is. So, Watson and Crick in 53 came up with a molecular structure, or they, like, suggested the molecular structure based on diffraction data prepared by and and given by Rosalind Franklin. So, it's like, they couldn't have known it without this data, so she's, like, just, if not more important than them, um, but she's forgotten, right? So, that, like, like, science is full of those things, right? Like, I mean, I think the most famous... Yeah, like I think the most famous case of it is Tesla, right? Where um yeah. Uh you poor know Nicola. like Yeah, poor Tesla, man. Tesla. <laughs> so anyways, so yeah, so it so it it's these guys are working in like a field in physics with a lot of other people, right? So there's a whole institute uh at least one lab at a at an institute in Germany dedicated to this research. There's others in the UK. So there's probably at least 100 other scientists working on this thing. And that's why there's people to say, like, this isn't, this doesn't look good to us, right? It's, you know, I mean, and think about it too, right? Like, that's kind of how, like, science is sort of set up that way where a lone, you know, for better or worse, a lone guy, you know, like a lone person can't just go out and be like, you know, well, I think that this is true, so I'm going to get a million dollar grant to fund it. Unless you're, uh, what was that guy from Skinwalker? What was his name? <laughs> what was his name? Where he oh, can, like, that would be Robert Bigelow, right? Yeah, where he can no. like search for UFOs and crap because he's got like a billion dollars. Not well, all of us are that lucky. <laughs> you know, a lot of us, a lot of us peons, have to work within the conf- the confines of economics. I guess you can't just buy. But it, to that point, he bought like it wasn't just him. He just he bought like a huge amount of scientists of like legit. Like we yeah. when we were looking at it. Yeah, they were like, like from NASA. They seem legit. <laughs> they were like really. <laughs> they NASA no, they were like title. straight up, like straight up theoretical physicists. It was crazy. I, don't think, I, I haven't seen them on hunting Bigfoot, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not God. not visor role. So I have a feeling they're actually scientists. Scientists hunting Bigfoot. I wonder. I always wonder about that. So that the Jeff Meldrum, the guy that's like famous for the Bigfoot, <laughs> hunt, you know everything. He's a professor of anthropology at Illinois, I think. I want to say it's Illinois or maybe Indiana. Um, but he, so he's like an anthropologist because that's where, you know, paleontology is held, right? It's not like in biology, usually it's in anthropology. Um, anyways, so he's like a real scientist. He does like primate research and stuff, right? Like with just like... He's not a cryptozoologist. No, he's right. He's like he's like a I guess I don't know. I don't know if he's a I don't know if he's an official zoologist. That'd be cool. Jeff Meldrum, if you're listening, phone in. He's not listening. He's he's definitely not listening. There's no way. <laughs> and if he is, he's horrified. Yeah, and right, and if he is, he's like, um damn it. Get like, my title uh, right. 
Um, They're talking about finding Bigfoot. So what I don't get, so they do have, so I have seen it, like I've seen extended periods of it, right? Because I yeah. feel like I go into a trance after watching it for a little while. Like I, said, like I was telling, like I was emailing you about, like, again, they, they'll examine the stump for 40 minutes. And it's like, yeah. they, they're sure they've got some. And they do have this one woman who is a biologist or something. Yeah. And so she's their debunker, right? She's the, she's their logic. She's their, like, no, that can't be right. No, come on, you guys. There's nothing knocking or yelling in the woods. But they're all still running around there with the night vision glasses. I don't. And it's always in, like, Tennessee or, like, you know, I, I'm just sort of like, really? Like, is this, this is what I don't understand. It's like, there seems like there would be just a limited market share for this type of thing. But no. Wow. What season are they on? Like, how many times are we not going to find Bigfoot? How many times are we going to look at that stump? <laughs> go through that dirt, look at the scat. And they're all like, oh, they also eat deer. And I'm like, I don't think, here's the thing. I don't know There's that. There's no evidence. <laughs> I don't, no, think, no I, don't, I don't think that if Bigfoot's out there, I don't think it's eating deer. God, well, thing is, Katie, like, ask Katie, but I don't think it eats deer. No, right. Uh, well, that's well, okay. So for listeners that don't know, Katie is my uh, my longtime fiance slash common law wife, practically, who is a uh, who is a, a current vet student um, who would know a lot more about this because she's easily a million times smarter than I am. But anyways. Um, the pro like well, that's the th- the interesting thing is if you look at other primates, nut like Gorillas. they don't eat meat. Ch- they don't eat meat. Chimps sometimes eat meat, right? Yeah, sometimes, but it's sometimes they'll eat meat. But th- it's yeah, not their natural. I don't think that Bigfoot's gonna hunt a deer. No, it doesn't make any sense. Bigfoot would not. Bigfoot would be like even us. Like we're we're only like I don't know. Where in our, I wonder where in our evolution we switched over to like hunting, like hunting as being a big part of what we could do. I'm sure it has, I'm sure it, it must have a lot to do with the ability to build and use tools, right? So like there are chimpanzees, I think it's chimpanzees and bonobos who use like, uh, they use sticks to get ants or termites, right? Yes. So like Uh, that, yeah. So they will take in protein from, you know, from insects. Um, yes. and so, I mean, how much longer before they fashion it into a, a, a spear, I guess, you know what I mean? Like probably a, a million years or so, but, um, and- but it is really interesting. So I wonder, yeah, like, like, I always think that like, if they're, if the argument is Bigfoot is some kind of like Neanderthal leftover or something, yes. maybe Bigfoot eats meat, maybe he eats meat, he or she eats meat, right? So but he's a leftover but like evolutionary wise, at this point, and again, no science in my head whatsoever. <laughs> but wouldn't you begin to arc back to being more like apes, chimps? I mean, evolutionary—you would either kind of continue on the oh, path of you like, like you would be like more human, and we're gonna, you know, what I'm gonna go to, I'm gonna go to In and Out Burger, or you're gonna go back to more like this is I'm I'm a primate I'm because. And we're 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 arguing about something that is probably completely and totally fictional, but right. I, I can't help but think. Well, okay. No, it's it, if it's not if it, does, it can't talk, right? Has no communication. It doesn't necessarily use tools, right? And it yeah. doesn't. And it doesn't. Um, to 
all intents and purposes, it doesn't hurt animals. It doesn't. It doesn't live in. It doesn't live together in large groups. Right. No. It's certain. It, yeah. It's there's, not, there's. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it's not. I don't think it's hunting deer. Which, if you are an aficionado of finding Bigfoot, that's kind of one of their central premises. The tenant. <laughs> they, they it eats meat. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. so i think the problem so i think what's interesting is um what's interesting is and by the way like i love i actually do love that show i find it extremely entertaining and i would i want them to like like, yes like like that's the thing like i know i know that they i know that their hearts are in the right place i know that they're not like I don't think that they're trying to tr- like trick people no. who watch it, no. right? I do they not think that they're trying to trick not. people. Right? No, they straight up no. like they believe, they believe this. They're believers, and I think up. that they're just yeah. I think that they're just kind of they're hunting in the wrong stumps. You know, they're not like they're not they're, yeah. Like I, so I so okay. So back to, back to the evolutionary kind of thing. One common mistake people make. I make this myself all the time, and it drives. Katie and my friends who are actual biologists crazy is the idea that evolution is like aiming towards something. And so people have this idea that like, that like, um, everything is trying to be human since we're the most, like, since we're the best at what we do, everything is trying to be human. Right. But in fact, like cockroaches are just as evolved as we are because they've been around as long. Right. Maybe they haven't gone through as many changes, but so anyways, so I think this idea of like, um, would Bigfoot have become more human, or would it have begun to like de-evolve? Probably what? is misplaced. Like, yeah, that's true. That's a good point. And yeah, geez, like, like I, yeah, yeah, like I, I don't. I think that I, I think that it's probably most likely that if Bigfoot, if if Bigfoot had evolved at all, if Bigfoot exists, it's probably more likely that there are that there are regional variants. Right, because it's not. I mean, if you think like, how long did it take for, um, how long did it take for there to be a split between, um, like Mexican red wolves and American timber wolves? Right. Uh-huh. How long did it take? How how much evolution did it require for? You know, uh, well, I'm, I'm again, I'm certain that it, the answer is going to be like a billion years, Chris. So <laughs> shut up, because you don't know. You're a chemist. You're not a biologist. But I, and that's the joy of this kind of roundtable discussion is that whatever like i said this is all, all science yeah it is it's all it's all science that's all science. that's what we're doing yeah and, and so I, I wonder like i think i think i think if bigfoot had evolved at all it's more likely that there are probably like if he, if it's on different continents Sort of no other animal is like the same on different continents that hasn't been brought well, by humans, basically. Right? I'm down. I get it. I think yeah. to your point, the Yeti. Yeah, right? right? Like, that's why those kind of stories I think are cool. Did you see did you see that episode? So Destination Truth with Josh Gates. 
Um, he's he's the man. He's like my hero. I love Josh Gates. Um, he went to Tibet and Nepal, and was actually granted access to look at these like, um, like a Bigfoot's paw. No, it was a, that one was weird. It was a replica of a Bigfoot's paw because like because the one that they had had been stolen like 150 years ago or something. But he got to look at a Bigfoot scalp. Um, that I think when they did the analysis, it turned out that it was, I think it was bear, maybe, or something. See, this is what I'm talking about. I just, I just, there's a part of me that I know that it, the, the mystery and what kind of drives people to keep on the pursuit is the fa- is the absence of any, right? It's like, right. I keep going. It's the same thing with Oak Island or anything like that. I'm, I'm just going to keep digging and digging and digging because... I believe that there's something down there. And as soon as as soon as you get any kind of confirmation of that, it becomes a lot less interesting, right? It's a bear. It's a bear scalp. You know, and you're just like, ah, oh, motherfucker. There's no, it's no, no yeti out there. <laughs> damn right? it, it's a bear oh, again. Damn, it's a bear again. It's just a stump, Bobo. It's a stump. But um but it's like that's that but at the same time I'm like, man, that's like do I, I have no idea if it's out there. I would love to think that it's out there. I, th- I and you know, even though again, like the the guys that we uh, that we work with at the other podcast, they always are like, they always say, so, you know, there's a little scorn and derision with uh, with Bigfoot. I I would love to think that there's a Bigfoot or a Jersey Devil. Oh yeah, right. Oh I yeah, hell like, yeah, hell yeah. Who knows? Fire up on I mean, that. We don't that's know. Good stuff. We don't know. Why not? But I think that that's when you sort of like. You just, just a little something, just a little something, yeah, just a little something. Yeah. Just look at the Oak Island, man. Just a little something, just a little like something so, besides dirt, besides dirt and water, besides like, dirt, besides dirt, dirt and water, please. and millions. We, of we should, sorry, we really should do an Oak Island one, but it's so well done by Scott and Forrest that there's yeah. like, they there's them. no more room. <laughs> like it's so. Just listen to theirs. Maybe that'll be my whole Oak Island episode. Will be. This is the Mad Scientist podcast on Oak Island. Um, I'm going to direct you to Astonishing Legends. <laughs> Just listen to theirs because it's way better than anything I could have done. Um, oh God! All right, it is. It's Francis Bacon or, or Shakespeare stuff, or, <laughs> or Saint Germain or something. Saint Germain. It's Saint Germain. Saint Germain's down there Saint with, Germain. with every know, time. With just some oatmeal or something, just eating, just laughing at us still. Sorry. So. One cool thing that I want to do in these roundtables is listener questions. I actually got one oh God. from Sean Locke, who is awesome for sending me one. Thank you very much, Sean. Um, so he is a uh, semi-driver. He's actually the truck driver that they always talk about on Astonishing Legends as a good fan. And so I'm really, we're really lucky to have gotten him as a fan as well, um, which is awesome. And so he actually you had him up until wanted... this day, and then you were like, "Hey, round table thing with this chick who knows Right, I had him until now, and now he's out. It's it's done. And now he's just like, "Oh shit, cut my loss." But as a, if if we still have him to this point, yeah. then he wanted to know about the hollow Earth theory. Oh God, yeah. So that is going to be a big part of an upcoming episode on um, on aliens, basically. Um, but I thought it'd be kind of fun to talk about a little bit here first. So, Marie, what do you know about the hollow earth theory? Oh, man. First of all, not... 
practically nothing. And that is one of the things that I love about doing the research for Star Legends is they'll, they'll be like, Oh my God, we're going to do it's Canon. We're going to do Mothman. I'm like, what's a Mothman? You know, cause I don't, I don't really know very much about any of this stuff until you start digging into it. I think that that's what's so fascinating is what you find out. But okay. So hollow earth, I can, I eat. I have nothing. Okay. I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. So let's go over it a little bit. Sean's and then you just can like, just... crap. <laughs> I know. Sean's like, you haven't prepared at all. Come on. All right. So the hollow, so the hollow, <laughs> I didn't tell you. I'm so sorry. The, uh, the hollow I earth. I got Joni Mitchell's disease from here. <laughs> I know. I got I nothing know. on Hollow Earth. Nothing. I put I put Marie on uh, Morgellons and electromagnetic hypersensitivity for the upcoming ones on medical weirdness, yeah. Yeah. which are coming soon, by the way. Um, and they will be relatively well researched. Unlike they're gonna be very well. Was like, it, there's nothing at like, the center of the Earth. Three hundred percent more research than than uh, some of the other episodes, which will be phenomenal. Um, okay, Hollow Earth theory, right? The idea is that. So it's actually gone through a lot of permutations. Originally, the idea was that in the center of the Earth, there. So the Earth was the center of the universe, right? Yes. For, and so at the center of the yeah. Earth was some kind of like hell sort of area, right? So like the Mayans had this idea of hell existing in a cave somewhere. It was like, and it was really interesting actually, the Mayan hell, like. You went through this cave where there was like a pit of jaguars, then a pit of snakes, then a pit of acid. Um, anyways, so, you know, pretty, pretty cool as far as caves go, I guess. That, so that kept like, you know, that idea kept going around that, well, if the Earth is the center of the universe because God created everything on Earth, then at the center of the Earth was some kind of, some kind of immortal plane, hell or whatever. And then on the outer center of the sphere was heaven. Right was was Olympus or whatever, and that kind of is it's a very simplified version of like where the beginning of that came from that idea, but over time that's now gone through like a bunch of permutations, right? So, um, so first it was this idea that okay, well, and this kind of goes like people. I'm sure there are people at home saying like, well, what about the Earth being flat? Like, why? Like, didn't people think the Earth was flat for a long time? Mm-hmm. That's another topic for another episode, but it's the same kind of idea, really, right? If the Earth is flat, then underneath the flat Earth, who knows what's there, right? Maybe it's some kind of other area, whatever. Anyways. Or whatever is above it. Yep. I'm with you. Yeah. So the modern permutation of this idea is that in the hollow Earth, aliens live. Awesome. <laughs> specifically, specifically the reptilians. Oh, oh. Yeah. Snap. Okay, I'm back on. Yeah. I actually because about this. okay okay all right nice we're good no. you know reptilians right so, up your alley well reptilians yeah your thing so the idea is that like they they go into it and out of it in like either the ocean as usos or they do it like in the arctic or the antarctic right mm-hmm. and like that's why every couple of months someone on google earth is like i found the entrance to the hole <laughs> it's, you know it's like just a this, like a shadow or something also touched on with lake bacall Yes, yes, I think we did touch on it a little bit that this these like giant space right that this was maybe one of the silver monster things right. All right. So Sean's exact question was why are we so sure that there that the center of the Earth isn't hollow, right? Like, could the Earth be hollow? And actually, the answer to that is that if the Earth were hollow, it wouldn't move in space the way that we it does. 
That's like the actual. That's like pretty much the actual answer. Like I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do more. More de- Don't worry, Sean. There'll be more detailed evidence of this. But that's basically the idea. I like alt facted something else. Right, much more right, interesting because right, science right. says so. <laughs> I know. So okay, no, but it's not. It's not just that science says so. So like, yeah. if okay, if the Earth was hollow, right? We could measure, or we could we could approximate the weight of the Earth, right? So like, Let's take a guess. Would it affect the wobble, the spin? It would affect the wobble. Yeah. So it's like exactly. It's like a. It's like a wiffle ball being mm-hmm. thrown versus a solid baseball, right? Depend or a bowling ball, whatever. Depending on the innards of the ball, it'll kind of move through the air differently, right? It'll have different, yep. you know, different spin, different torque, whatever. Mm-hmm. So. It just so happens that if we assume the Earth as a solid sphere made out of iron and whatever, all this you know, innards kind of stuff, it works perfectly, right? And also now we know all kinds of other things, right? So if um, we have other tools and techniques that we can use to kind of measure things, but that's kind of the quick answer to it. What about... Oh God, I'm gonna make such a fool out of myself and support it. It's awesome. What about like the movements of the plates? I mean, that's coming from someplace that is all the way down to the, the center of yeah, something. Yeah, abs- absolutely. So, so we that, have to be well, that's the thing. Up. Like, like if something's yeah. moving, it has to be moving from a solid, and not because if yeah. it didn't have anything in the center, then we would just sort of be floating around. <laughs> floating around. Well, that's Although, the thing too. Like, people probably have come up with some stabilizing. If if well, if I was gonna say okay. We also now know all kinds of other things about how planets form, right? Mm-hmm. So how would, if, if a planet forming is literally from like the spin of it around, and again, I should, we should talk to like an astrophysicist about this actually. <laughs> we should, and there yeah. is one listening. There is at least one listening, hopefully again, right now, unless, okay, I've, unless I've already, uh, uh, no, unless we've, a, unless we've already lost her like, in this episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Unless she's already gone, which I hope she isn't. Um, we now know that when a planet forms oh, or any kind of like, like <laughs> when any body forms in space, it's like, huh. you know, it'll spin around and then mass will, acc- will accrue and it just builds off of itself, right? It just keeps building on top of yep. this thing, like a giant, um, like a snowball, basically, a snowball. right? Mm-hmm. So again, like, how would you, how would you build a hollow sphere from natural processes? Out of nothing. Out of like, well, out of just like spinning, out of just like rotation of mass gathering together, right? It'd be really hard. Like the way we do it now when we make something hollow is we like, we make something solid with a meltable center or something. Or you bring two things together. Or you ring two things together. So like, how the hell would that happen in space? It it can't unless they're aliens. You have to have some sort of grit or something that something can to and builds out. Exactly. So... You know, again, the answer that we just gave is basically because science says so. Science says, but now, okay, now let's, you know, let's go for pro and con and talk about lizard people. All right, let's talk about lizard people. If if it is hollow, if it is hollow, then, you know, yes, then they clearly have the technology, but they are able to deceive us with this, and they are able to, and they are able to, and maybe it's not hollow so much as it is segmented. Okay, so maybe it's, it actually has... Just bear with me. Okay. All right. I'll bear with <laughs> me. I'd be like, I, you know what? I thought this was a good idea just when I had never talked to her really in person. We were just texting and now I'm thinking shit. I don't know. Science how is in the title, Marie. Okay. Science is in the title. I know, I know. Okay, go ahead. I know. Go ahead. Go I'm ahead. just saying it, it has, maybe it has a solid center, but it has pockets 
wherein these lizard people are taking up residency. And ergo, you don't have to have a solid center because you're you have different areas that they are occupying. You know, Russia. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> could be. Could be. I don't know. know. If uh, if I'm there not, are any if I'm there are lizard any lizard people, people listening. If there are any lizard people listening, you can call up. Shout out. You know why? Please, we'd love. I've never understood. And just to take a a quick step back, I've never understood. um, And we maybe should talk to some other ARC members about this that are better versed in this type of stuff. And I'm, but I've never really understood the different. Like, okay, you've got your lizard people, right? But yeah. You've got your, your greys, you've got your, and then you have your whole different, you know, your whole different classifications. Right. Of so, but the the lizard people always seem like they're, they're the ones that are all down with the ship, right? They're the ones that are causing the problem. They're the new world order. They're the ones that are, you know, actually. Right. Physically. De- you know, destabilizing anything within our, you know, making uh-huh. plans to uh, enslave the masses, right? I just, so I don't understand why you would have to do that from the center of the earth necessarily. And again, uh, so, I would I, love to, I would love to gather some more information about that. Right. Right. It seems like eh, you could do that pretty good. You could from space, from, from break <laughs> <laughs> Right. Right. I think, so I, I, I think know. that the argument, I think the argument they always make is mm-hmm. so number one with the, like this, the races or whatever, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that's kind of, I think that's sort of like a, uh, I think that actually started Is it evolutionary. With, it could be evolutionary. No. It could be <laughs> it like. Could be, I mean, that's actually that's been on the top of my like upcoming episodes lists forever. What these ideas of like doing like evolution of aliens? Like, why would they evolve that way? Right. Anyways, all right, whatever. I think that's. I think so, that's between you and me. I think that's well between you and me and everyone listening. I think it's a largely cultural thing, right? Like, oh yeah, fifty scale oh, yeah. is what we thought a ship should look like and just the idea that they would like. come they would that they would like appear and be basically humanoid and does like yeah. this is not a very yes. good design like you could look at a picture of me and know that this is not a good design for a thing like it's not it's not working right it's not it doesn't work out very well necessarily um yeah i don't know i think i think the i think actually the reptilian the whole reptilian thing started <laughs> with indrid cold and mothman Seriously, they were like, well, so that was, that was like the first case of contactees. Right. And so when he started talking to them, there were people that had contacts with like base, like it's really weird. There's one that we didn't really touch on. Um, but I think is really hilarious is the aliens that look like, um, like Heidi Klum that just want to come down and like bang drunk <laughs> like drunk guys right like really they go down to the, yeah. they, right. earth for that, so, that's a really good place to come for that type of thing right right yeah. they like they come down and they're like you're special bill let's do it oh my like, it, god kyle you're right. so attractive and so smart yeah it's <laughs> it's all like and so those are those are called Excellent. the norse the norse aliens right they're they're mm-hmm. um they're usually thought of as being from like saturn or venus okay. um as like, you do. There's, yeah, makes sense. Right, of course. And then there are, like, the reptilians are from, like, so then, like, the greys are some mm-hmm. kind of, mm-hmm. sometimes they're, like, friendly, sometimes they're menacing. I, I, you know, it's, it's, it's weird. Um, but, the, yeah, the reptilians started, the reptilians were, like, if you, if you remember that one, um, there was the one time where, in, in Woody's book, he talks about 
that they t- they warned him about another race mm. that like and actually it's really funny in his book he claims that the greys are like the <laughs> like the dumb bad seeds of the alien confederacy like they come they come down to earth and they just like steal stuff because they don't know there's like no um there's they like can- no concept of of ownership on their planet so it's like if you if you set something down you no longer have it so it's not yours so they just like come down for knickknacks <laughs> right and maybe they're searching for things you know, up people's cavities i don't sundry, know sundry sundry items right they come down it to doesn't make any sense it's like costco. um it's like we're at the world's costco <laughs> right we're just where everyone gets their crap that's it it must be it <laughs> but uh yeah so like the reptilians i think are this they're supposed to be this like um i don't know this like scary thing whatever but it's yeah, the 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 most one of the most famous cases is this lady. This lady claims that she has children with a reptilian male, huh. or whatever. And so there's like a drawing of she draws her son, and it's just like just like a normal guy's face, and then the drawing next to it of her like when he's a reptilian is like it's like that same normal face but with like squares. Ever <laughs> for scales and like kind of a green tinge to it. Okay, so here's my other question. So how how do you pass as a reptilian? In so do you change? Is it is this they transform. like is, they can transform? Okay, <laughs> that's the, well that's the thinking that they can transform because well, they're I mean, uh, is, it, is it like is it like V like from the series from the eighties? You probably wouldn't. Do you remember V? No, oh I, my god, that was I was excellent. not alive in the eighties. Oh, I know. Yeah. God love you. I was. And it was an excellent <laughs> show. It was about, so it was basically about the invasion and the subsequent, you know, re- uh, rebellion against the aliens that came down who said, no, we're, we're peace loving and we just want to help you with your technology. And they looked like us. So we were all like, oh, everything's good. And then, oh, and then in one scene, I remember they had this woman eat a guinea pig and we were like, oh, she's bad you know she and they would rip off their faces and there would be reptiles underneath uh, like, oh no. no it's the reptiles and so now every time i think about like or we go down the path of discussing aliens and it, the reptiles come up i'm like it's just like v all over again man they're just oh coming God. for our water they're just coming all for right. our water and to knock up our virgins and oh. <laughs> all right there it's so, okay there goes the we don't have sorry Sean much, much time sorry Sean we don't have much time left but actually that reminds me of a very funny um a weird thing I saw on I think it was I think it might have been Josh Gates again I can't remember exactly but they're in Peru and um they're talking about like tribal medicine or something and so one of the ways to get a demon out of your body with like shamanism whatever yeah. is to um get a guinea pig and rub it on your body and so the the guinea pig will take in the demon <laughs> and then i think you like have to eat the guinea pig or something so it ends badly it ends badly yeah but every time every time Peta. katie is Peta sick, gets like yes every time katie's sick i'll take one of our cats and i'll rub it on her and i'm like <laughs> gotta eat her now. It's over. Goodbye, Bye, Chippy. You know we don't have a guinea pig, but we got a cat. That's it. And that's why it doesn't work. It's got to be a guinea pig. <sighs> that must be what it is. I don't have the magic in me. You don't. All have right. Magic. You do. That's not true. Get science, Thank which you. is better than magic. That's a nice. That's a nice ending to this. You don't episode. have a guinea pig. 
I don't have a guinea pig either. I don't have the magic or a guinea pig. Come on. Shit out of luck. Damn it. All right. All right, folks. Well, that's it for this week's episode. I will be back next week with a full episode on medical mysteries. That'll be more serious in tone um, and back to like research. And then again with another one of these roundtables. If you enjoyed it, please send me a message. Let me know. Um, oh, God, I'm sorry, America. <laughs> I'm sorry, America. We have, hey, I have a worldwide I'm, listenership, I'll have you I'm know. I'm sorry, international world of you're, Exactly. You're sorry to the world. I'm sorry for the um, I am actually. <laughs> had I known everywhere. I was going to be quizzed on Hollow World, I would have come up with something else besides, I don't know. It's all right. Thank you again for listening. Um, I'm Chris Cogswell. You are? I'm Marie Mayhew. This was a pleasure. Thank you very much. I had a lot of fun with it. That is the Mad Scientist Roundtable Discussion. We'll be back in two weeks. Thanks. I'm Eliza, and I need you to listen to me. Have you ever felt so much that you don't know where to put it all, and you wonder if anyone would notice if you screamed? Because you want to. Scream for the ones they've hurt, the ones they've taken. Scream for yourself. These are my words, my story from my perspective. Because I know you'll hear other versions. Because I want you to have a chance to believe mine, or at least hear it. If you're getting this, it's already over. But if one of you listens, really listens, it won't be for nothing.